0: How are the people? Man, we are 12 days into a new year, guys. That is crazy. But it's really good to see you. It's very, very good to see you. So I want to start by asking you a question. What's next week? Okay, it isn't just we don't have to come to school, right? It's MLK Day, right? So that's where I want to start. That is more than just a day. So the significance of MLK's life and his his impact in the civil rights movement cannot be measured in a chapel talk. But what I would like to start with is rather than simply spouting a bunch of dates and facts and figures and outlining his life, I would rather spend the time on getting this to work. There we go. Yeah, that's more like it. So what I've done is I've included a QR code. For those of you who feel so inclined to do so, you can scan this QR code and it will route you to a page that was developed, uh, created by Stanford University that has all the details, the timeline of his life. So from his birth to his death. But instead of, again, spending all of my time talking about dates and facts and figures and all of this stuff, I'd rather focus on his life. Because it was more than just, I mean, people talk about his life in terms of the civil rights movement. But what he was really after wasn't necessarily equality. He was after a spirit of unity, which is much more powerful than equality. Because what he realized is that we only find true equality at the foot of the cross. So anything else was a spirit of unity. Can we agree that people matter? Can we agree that our differences are part of a bigger picture? And can we agree that those differences celebrate the majesty of our God? That's what he was after. So in just trying to do this due diligence, I sampled so much of his work. Man, I looked at sermons. I looked at quotes and speeches. And first and foremost, the thing that I've forgotten is he was a preacher. So all of his work had spiritual underpinnings. So today is about a couple of things. In sampling all of this work, I wanted it, one, I was led to, and two, I wanted it to be his own words. The second thing is, is I wanted to be able to leave you with some actionable things at the end of this. Because let's be real, normally talks like this are left with a bunch of people talking or barking at you, what we haven't done well, with no actionable items. We're just left with, okay, well, I'm basically terrible. Or, man, I have a lot of work to do. That's not what today is about. Today is a celebration of our humanity within the context of our differences and how we come together as a collective to get this thing right, hopefully, to honor God, not to honor ourselves, but to honor his kingdom. May his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that's us. Fair enough? We vibing this way? Let's go. Okay. And I hadn't even started yet. That's the crazy thing. All right. So here we go. Um, it is interesting that the enemy, one of the main mechanisms that he's used to undermine this whole spirit of unity is a spirit of confusion and division. When MLK wrote from the Birmingham jail, one of the things that he said, one of the, some of the folks that he quoted and referenced in his letter was Jesus, Amos, Paul, and Martin Luther. Interesting, right? So let's think about that. Jesus himself said a house divided cannot stand. A warning. That was a warning shot. Amos, in the book of Amos, he says, can two walk together lest they agree? So really when we're talking about a spirit of unity, we're talking about the power of agreement. Can we agree again that we have value? That's the starting place right there. If you do not believe that something is valuable, you don't even waste time with it. You don't even try to redeem it. If you don't believe a relationship is valuable in the first place, then why are you going to make any efforts to reach across the aisle to make any kind of enrolls whatsoever? You aren't. So, if we believe that each other are valuable, then we have a fighting chance of trying to get this thing right. We still you still tracking? We still tracking together? Okay. I have really started now. So, um. This whole spirit of unity thing. Um, As I consider this verse, it's it's Psalm. I don't. Yeah, you guys can see that. It's Psalm 33, 1 through 3. Some certain things popped as I was reading it. First of all, you see the word unity highlighted. Then you see precious precious oil. Well, that's crazy because unity is actually likened to oil and dew. Which, from a biblical perspective, now, Bible people in the room, I, I, I feel it. I feel the weight of what I'm about to say. Like, when you start playing with scripture, you feel the Bible people just close in on you. That's all right. We're going to keep it moving, though. So, so it, it's crazy because he likens it to oil. Anointing oil was, like, very important. If you remember King David, they anointed him to be king. So it was something that the priest did, and it was something very sacred, very holy. And it often ushered them into some new moment. But here he's using anointing. Like unity is is referenced in the same context as anointing oil. That is crazy to me. That's the kind of weight and the power that is comes with unity. And then if you keep reading he says from there from where from unity then he goes on to say the Lord has commanded the blessing in life forever from unity so where unity is he commands a blessing think about that where unity is he commands a blessing so the significance of of unity specifically spiritual unity is to move people to act on behalf of others from the power and also from the position of loving God and loving people. And it also seeks the kingdom and the character of the kingdom collectively on behalf of other people, which is really, really cool. Because when you're acting in unity, you're actually seeking the kingdom and the character of the kingdom. There's no division in heaven. Crazy, right? So let's keep going. So we hear this thing, right and responsibility, flying around all the time. It's my right. Mm-hmm. It sure is. But you often do not see the other part of it, your responsibility. So from King's perspective, people who saw injustice or others being wrong were more morally obligated to do something. The converse was also true. People who felt that they were wrong had a responsibility not to sit in the offense, but to use nonviolent means such as Christ and Gandhi to do something about the matter it wasn't just a matter of saying I've been wronged and sitting in it and being mad it was that you had to do something so now offense can feel good it can feel like a warm little blanket I'm right in my offense I can rock this thing out everyone is wrong and I'm offended and I'm proud to be offended but here's the kicker folks you might have the right to sit in your offense but you also have that very same right and the responsibility to own the consequences of you being right to sit in your offense not other people you if you're, going to own, if you're going to sit in a fence, then own the consequences of it. That's not everyone else's responsibility. It is yours. Ooh, I lost some people. <laughs> like, uh-oh, we were doing fine. Now we've gotten quiet. It's all right. It's going to be all right. It gets better. So, next. Here's why I think it's so important not to just rest in a fence. Currently, culture is saying that you have the right to be there. And again, if you want to be there, it's your responsibility to sit in the consequences of being offended. But think of offense as an entry point for hatred and malice and all of these things that kill and corrupt the soul. Also, as Dr. King said, we'll just use his very own words again, hate is too big a burden to bear. It's heavy. It's heavy. There are no gray areas, really. Either you're all in or you're all out. There's no neutral gra- ground. So this is where we get to make it interactive. Ooh, I said I was going to stand here and not roam. I almost, almost left. Did you see it? If you have a puzzle piece, will you please stand? If you're holding a puzzle piece, will you please stand? Look around the room. What do you notice about the individuals holding the piece? What do you notice? All different, right? Pretty sure they have different stories, but can they complete the puzzle without each other? Uh uh-uh. uh. They cannot, you're right. Uh uh. By them standing up, it represents, it just serves as a simple reminder, super simple reminder of the unity required to connect the pieces in life. And quite frankly, our pictures are incomplete without one another. This puzzle connects to that puzzle. That piece connects to this piece. This piece connects to that piece. We need every last one of them to paint a picture. Otherwise, that makes no sense. You have part of an eye. Some people have a tire, but none of it makes sense by itself. You guys may see. Thank you. Thank you. Again, just a simple reminder of what that looks like. But let's go back here. Yes, we are all starting for different places. And again, there's no true equality. We're all coming from different places. Every last one of us have different starts in life. Every last one of us. So yes, we're all coming from different places. But there are still two truths. We need each other to complete our pictures. And we are all equals at the foot of the cross. Let's just be real. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I mean, we have the fountain out there. Anyone walking on water today? Any takers? There was one perfect. And it's by his blood that we are made whole. None of us can save each other. None of us. My fabulous Nike collection is not going to save me on the day of judgment. It's not. Let's just be real. That's why I needed that tomb to be empty, and every last one of us in here did too. So, as we think about Dr. King's life, I want to leave you with some nuggets. The first one pray for and seek the unity of the Spirit. As much as it is possible, as possible live at peace with other people if I start from a place if I start from a place where I'm seeking the kingdom and the character of the kingdom I have a better shot of getting this thing right second consider not only your right but your responsibility this is where we get to bear one another's burdens this is where we get to practice love this is where we get to operationalize it second or third Resist being easily offended. The way of a man seems right in his own eyes, and we'll give you the rate of the, the way of people seems right in their own eyes, because ladies at first you're like, yeah, these men in here. <laughs> no, no, it's all of us. We're in this together. The way of people seems right in their own eyes, but God weighs the heart. Then, fourth, and most importantly, we are all equals at the foot of the cross. the beautiful thing is, is while we were out in our mess God demonstrated his love for us because he gave Christ for us we're messy people, life is messy it's not we, we don't do airbrushed. Not not today, let's not airbrush own it if you're sitting in something, own it the cross knows exactly what to do with that especially for we're struggling with people. And I think, again, that's what Dr. King was getting at. We're messy people. We're broken people. But as much as it possible, can we come together in a spirit of unity? That's the cool thing about life. Our pictures are much fuller. They're much more vibrant when we come together. And I think that makes the enemy really nervous when you find people that want to get it right. I think it terrifies him, honestly. So do not use next Monday as an opportunity to kick your heels up, just kick your I'm not saying don't rest, get some R and R in. But I hope that you will start to think about even today, what does unity look like? How can I add to? Because you're either added to or take away. Again, there's no neutral spaces. You're adding or you're taking away. What you're doing? I tell my kids all the time, you're helping or hurting, what are we doing? Don't try to be neutral. Engage. If you don't, then don't be offended. No one gets a pass. Fair enough? Well, thank you for your time. I certainly appreciate the opportunity to hang out with you guys this morning. You are dismissed.